Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louie. We need to Louis. talk to someone about Louie. <laughs> Today's episode of Got to Be Done is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains and the Wurundjeri lands of the Kulin Nation in Melbourne. We pay our respects to elders past and present and any First Nations people who are listening and loving Bluey. Mary, good to see you today. Hello. Hello. Lovely to see you. Today we're talking about um, an episode that tugged on the heartstrings of a lot of people. And I feel like we should probably start with a trigger warning because today we'll be talking about um, fertility and miscarriage yep. and that can be challenging topics. So yep. And family you... breakdown too. Like, yeah, so many people said this episode brought them tears for so many reasons and so many Bluey episodes do. But, yeah, it's, it's particularly close to heart. So if you're thinking that um, maybe you'd like to give that this episode a skip, that's absolutely fine. We'll see you in the next episode of Gotta Be Done. Um, but if you are sticking around, we really hope that you're up for the conversation um, because it's a challenging one, isn't it, Mary? And I think especially over the last few years, life has felt more heavy, I think, anyway. Mm. Um, I think Bluey walks this line so well of really showing situations that are relatable but in a way that kids either it probably goes over their heads or you know like it's almost like an easter egg for the adults like the adults going on but I know in my own life that there's been times where you know I've known what's going on and maybe my kids are oblivious but maybe they also sense that something's not right with the relationship sure. and, and I think that that's really demonstrated so so thoughtfully in this episode mm. Mm. yeah completely it's all good Brandy like this episode starts by introducing the new character which is already kind of a bit of a jolt like this is Brandy from out of the blue almost and and you establish very quickly and you know obvious to kids and adults that there's a bit of trepidation as she's approaching the house uh which is yeah how I kind of feel approaching this episode as well because it it does a lot um and I don't think we're very good at talking about things like fertility more generally you know as yeah. a, as a, as a society you know um even in like the language that's used around pregnancy, there's so much blame that is put on the mother, you know, like throughout. And and some of it is just medical terminology, but I'm thinking like in my own case, you know, geriatric pregnancy or <laughs> or fail, failure to induce or failure to yes. go oh, into so labour. So on. much, yeah, oh, yeah. you've got a, um, you know, incompetent cervix or you've got a, you know, like all these sorts of things that just, it's horrible. You wouldn't, <sighs> you wouldn't go in any other field of life where you go up to someone and go, you're incompetent, <laughs> mm. you know, or you've failed. It's like and all these things are just tossed around willy-nilly. 
Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And yeah, and I think that's important context to this episode of uh, and to introducing Brandy because you haven't, I know you still haven't seen Bluey's big play. But, no, I haven't. Uh, yeah, I was really waiting for this episode because Bluey's big play actually introduces the character Brandy by mentioning her. Oh. Um, and yeah, the the plot of Bluey's big play is very much about the dynamics between big sisters and little sisters. So, mm. uh, Bingo and, and Bluey. And does Chili talk about her and little, Chili, little sister? And I'm Chili assuming talks about the fact she is a little sister. Oh, she and is Brandy a little sister. Is the big sister? Yeah. And, oh wow! I did um, not know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think we even you know how sometimes there's kind of hints uh in in the pictures on the walls we you know saw rad on a picture on the wall uh, uncle rad before um before his character was introduced uh there's a picture on the wall of the healer house that is uh little chili and big sister brandy and chili's mum and dad so um so yeah definitely big sister um and that yeah, that comes up in the play because Chili's talking to Bingo about she knows how tough it is to be a little sister, <laughs> which, oh. uh, and, yeah, and it's kind of hinted that, you know, the relationship isn't what Chili would like it to be. Um, so, yeah, that really rolls into this episode and I think, you know, obviously not everyone's seen that play but anyone who had seen it be like, okay, like, what is going on here? So, yeah, a lot of anticipation trying to, you know, understand, well, we love the healers. How could the healers, these perfect uh, dogs, have, you know, have a difficult relationship within the family? But actually, really common. Yeah, really common. Um, when it might be good to talk about um, the character who plays um brandy mary because it's australian actress rose byrne yes i did not know until i wikipedia'd her just before this chat that her real name is actually mary (laughs) she's been hiding behind a facade of rose her name is actually mary rose byrne and i feel like she's letting the team of mary's down oh look i i would be offended but at the same time i think it's too late for her to change it now because uh yeah rose byrne I feel like one of Australia's biggest exports at this mm. point. Have you got a favourite Roseburn moment? I loved, I loved her in Bridesmaids. I really felt like that was kind of her ah. main theme. She'd done a lot of serious roles, like, um, and I'm thinking, is it Two Hands that she was yes, in? Yes, she's in, in Two Hands, Hands, and that was kind of her first with Heath yeah. Ledger. And um, I, I have adored her, her since Two Hands, yeah. Yes, yes, obsessed with her look and just she's just beautiful and, yeah, but um, very cool and kind of edgy as well. Yeah. So, you know, like total opposite to me. Um, but, yeah, and then I loved her in Bridesmaids because she plays that very prim and proper and like sort of nemesis you know, like, character. Yeah. Yeah, like the perfect enemy because you can't hate her and be like a reasonable human. But, um, but also just what a brilliant – she really demonstrated that brilliant comedic timing and I think she's done a few things now in that sort of comedy field and then she's doing action and all sorts of stuff. Like she's doing X-Men, she was in Damages like for a long mm. time as well. Yeah. Um, 
Um, I think the thing I've seen her in most recently is, um, uh, and I've forgotten the name, but she sort of gets deeply into um, like exercise, was it called? Oh, physical? Uh, Yeah, physical, yes. Uh, Which I think was on Apple TV and, yeah, very kind of – the high drama of wearing leotards and having big hair <laughs> and yeah that was amazing um but she's also uh b in the peter rabbit uh movie oh, yes. in the voice of jemima puddle duck so mm-hmm. you know this isn't her first foray into the animal kingdom as well good to know mm. because, um yeah i feel like she's I didn't recognize her voice when i heard it but then when it said rose burn in the credits i was like oh like yeah Good get. She's ho- proper Hollywood now. Yeah, she, and I think she has kids. Is she one of the ones who was spotted kind of reading Bluey to her? No, you're thinking of Natalie Portman, who she played the dupe for Natalie Portman in the Star Wars movie, wasn't ah. it? Didn't Natalie Portman, wasn't she pictured reading a Bluey book to her yeah, kids on okay. a boat? But maybe Rose Byrne has too. I couldn't blame her. Maybe Rose Byrne has talked about um, – uh, watching Bluey in, you know, kind of through the pandemic with her kids and she has two little boys who are, yeah, definitely of a Bluey appreciating age. Oh, let me read you an excerpt from BountyParents.com. Oh, please. Australian actress Rose Byrne and her partner Bobby Carnival share two young sons, Rocco, six, and Rafa, four. The Bridesmaid star told the Daily Telegraph in May 2020 that the family had been bunkering down during the pandemic at their home in New York. And, yep, you guessed it, they've been watching Bluey. <laughs> Aww. Ah, weren't we all, honestly? Uh, it's good to know we have so much in common with Rose Byrne, uh, <laughs> including a first name. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my sister Brandy made this dance up for our mum's birthday when we were kids. I can't remember all the moves, though. <gasps> That's her! Let's get into it because we said, yeah, Brandy's the first thing we see, kind of trepidatious, but then, um, you know, kind of psyching herself up as she's approaching the healer house. But, um, yeah, it's kind of being on the inside of the house. Chili's really hyping this visit um, because the girls, the lot, it's been so long and we hear it throughout the episode four years since they've seen Brandy that they really don't remember her. But I feel like Chili is by giving the girls this story about the dance that they made up together, it's um it's the kindest kind of hype you could get for <laughs> um, you know, for, to have two little girls go, okay, this is about to meet the auntie and she has a dance. Like it's yes. pretty cool. It is a, a beautiful thing to do. Um and that might have been taking your attention, Mary, but I was so drawn in by just a few moments of Brandy, like that deep breath before oh, she yeah. comes up the stairs and um, and how she says to herself, it's all good, Brandy. Yeah. Um, because I remember so clearly after we had our first child, Olivia, mm-hmm. um, I had a friend come and visit me at that time and I was waiting in the front room for them. I just remember seeing them pull up and she and her partner had that moment where they were like, okay. And he said, are you okay? And she said, yep, yep, let's just do it. 
and yeah, I just I think about that so often. They never they had never shared that they'd had mm. any difficulty until after they'd had their two children. Yeah. And then it was really obvious what they'd been through, but the bravery it takes in that moment to put on like that um sort of that armor and go in and be like I'm just here for because I love this person even mm. though it's, it's like, so it's so close it to the bone so raw, in you know what yeah. I'm going through and what I'm trying yeah where I'm trying to get to yeah, yeah and you're feeling so triggered but because you love that other person you're yeah wow I just what a supreme act of bravery to even make it to the door. And that was actually probably my Brene moment. I was once told um, when I was a lot younger that showing up is 50% of any job and mm-hmm. showing up is often the really the hardest part, especially when you're hurting. So, yeah, completely. Yeah, or you don't know what to say. And and I think it takes a, a level of courage to put yourself in that position. Yeah. And the don't know what to say is a good is a good line for this episode because obviously Chili's so excited that Brandy after this long kind of absence is coming back into their lives. But I think um very subtly it also captures that confusion around it. It's not just Brandy's kind of um feelings but also Chili's feelings that we're seeing and on first on first viewing I watched this and Chili as soon as kind of Brandy's at the door and talking is sort of bringing up well it has been five years it almost sounds a bit accusatory um and I was I was kind of like oh Chili you know you're kind of twisting the knife there but at the same time she's had her you know kind of suffering and journey through this as well and yeah, yeah I mean, just I feel it, like, yeah, on second watch, I'm sides. like, she's just trying to, you know, it's always going to be an awkward conversation and she's just, she's trying to make sense of it as well. And, yeah, it's, there's a she lot going on in this own, episode. Yeah. She would have her own grief about, you know, not having one of the most important people in her life, her sister, mm. by her side for those really formative times. I mean, you know, having kids is so hard, especially when they're little. And it must be devastating to think at a time where you're trying to come to grips as well with the person that you now are and not have the love and support of a person who's important to you. Because, you yeah. know, she must be important to Chili because otherwise you'd just cut and run, really, wouldn't you? <laughs> or like, you'd be like, oh, well. <laughs> so I never liked her anyway. Yeah completely it's the the nice flip side to all this drama going on in the adults lives is that this drama trauma is not necessarily handed down to the next generation and even if it is it can be easily fixed with a couple of onesies (laughs) hey mine's too small and mine's too big well then swap them around can you make my cheetah onesie fit me Sorry, Bluey, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. Aw, but I really want the cheetah. It's not meant to be, kid. Okay. They're beautiful. It's been too long. I know. Look, Chili, yeah? Uh, Mum? <coughs> it's happening again. Oh, no. Yeah. What's going 
going on? Hey, Brandy, how you <laughs> Now, I mean, I have to say, Mary, there were so many overtones of, you know, um, Star Wars in this for me. Really? You know, like, yeah, like you must become one with the Force. Oh, sure, yeah. Bingo becoming <laughs> one with the onesie and um, literally putting on the suit and it fits, you know, and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Uh, so, so Brandy gives the girls onesies as like a, a, a gift, thinking that that would be appropriate. And yeah, I mean, I can't even explain the weirdness of you know, <laughs> Bingo becoming one with the onesie, but you know, it kind of works for the episode. Oh, no, 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 no time to explain. We have to get to safety. But what about Bandit? Forget him. He's done. Yeah, I feel like um, the animators had a lot of fun with this because, of course, the girls emerge very rapidly, each with their favourite animals that clearly don't fit. So Bluey in the cheetah, too small cheetah, and Bingo just drowning in the zebra costume. <laughs> and then have to uh, have to reassess and swap. But uh, once they're kind of in a better fit, yeah, uh, the awkwardness that's already existing between Brandy and Chili really goes up a notch when... <laughs> Why has Bingo gone feral? <laughs> onesies make Bingo crazy. She sort of becomes one with the onesie. What? Where'd she go? I don't know. And isn't it always kind of awkward when you have to explain your children's quirks to outsiders? <laughs> because... It can get so weird. It's so nice when someone just already knows how weird your children are and accepts it. (laughs) Yeah, I think if you don't have kids, also, yeah, it's it's harder to, or you maybe you haven't had much exposure to kids. It's really difficult to then kind of get people up to speed as to what the reality of having kids (laughs) is like. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I use the word chaos a lot. <laughs> like, and I kind of sometimes, you know, like, oh, how's life? Oh, chaos. Uh, and yeah, you sort of, from fam- people who don't have small children, you kind of see a look of, oh, well, you probably should do something about that. But yeah, once once you know, you know, you just got to embrace it. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, like on a personal note, we overcame our capacity for crazy a long time ago so you know like you just got to lean into it hard hey mary you know how much we love bluey obviously and how my favorite character is pat as well you know pat over the fence like you said well i've actually heard about a new australian pat who could well turn out to be my new favorite pat um and this guy called pat has come up with an amazing australian creation it's an online tutoring math service called maths online i'm very excited about this mary because i was looking over at will's homework yes they're starting homework grade one and i don't know it just seems so different from when i was at school yeah we have been told very firmly that maths is different and 
if if you're thinking about trying to explain math, don't, you know, do not proceed do <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. until you actually get the right advice. So I want to make sure, obviously, that I'm taking some pressure and stress out of trying to know what's right or wrong. And luckily, mathsonline.com.au approached us. And I've been having a look at the website, Mary. I have to say it's pretty impressive. There's all these really cool interactive videos that you can watch at your own pace. Um, it's a lot cheaper than getting a weekly tutor and I just like that you can kind of stop and rewind it whether you're with your kid or letting them do it on their own. Uh, I love the being able to pause videos. I love that it's got worksheets as well because being able to actually see how my kids are learning and then and then see how they work through the problems as well. Mathsonline.com.au puts it all in front of you so you're working together with your kid instead of maybe pulling your hair out slightly. <laughs> and there's a free trial as well, so you can give it a go and see if it's for you before you sign up. And a bit like another uh, great Australian creation, Gone Global. So if you're in the US, you can check out mathonline.com. Uh, that is that is the key difference. It's it's capsicums and peppers here, Kate. Uh, yeah. So yeah, maths in Australia, mathsonline.com.au and mathonline.com in the US. Maths Online has thousands of lessons from kinder or prep to year 12, and it's mapped to the national curriculum. So for us, as there's been concepts that Bond has struggled with, we've jumped straight into those relevant lessons and it's made a big difference. Plus, you get emailed your task reports as you go and weekly progress reports. So jump in, sign up for your free trial, and big thank you to mathsonline.com.au. To be fair, Brandy comes along for the ride. Like she, uh-huh. she's into it pretty quickly for someone that has no idea what's going on. Completely. And I think that's kind of, I like that the episode nudges people in that direction that, yeah, you know, if you're dealing with something that's a bit awkward and a bit hard, um, throwing yourself in <laughs> to what is probably going to be chaos is, uh, you know, one way to go about it. It, Obviously, for the purposes of making this episode not just kind of sad and emotional, uh, a, a onesie, one with the onesie chaos is is the perfect antidote. But also, it kind of really highlights, um, you know, people who just throw themselves into the chaos. Like, I always feel like, yep, they're, you know, that's that's a mark of our people. And yeah, Brandy is clearly, you know, even after all this time away, still very much the our people of the healers that she mm. can run with this madcap game. Ah! Did you get it? The onesie? I didn't know. I'm sorry. Ah! Don't worry, we can live in the car. Yeah, there's plenty of food under the seats. Yeah, and we've got music. Oh, yeah. You bring up such an important point, I think, Mary, and that is about the difficulty in trying to manage other people's emotions mm. because i think when you're when we're trying to manage other people's feelings it doesn't actually help them it might help yeah. you it might help you because it might help you feel safe and in control but it doesn't it doesn't actually allow them the space to feel what they need to feel and that is such a challenging thing 
to let people be even if they're not behaving in a way that you want without taking that personally. Mm, yeah. And, and when you try and manage other people's emotions, I feel mm. like you're doing it to create your own sense of safety, not, yeah. not for them. But what a generous thing to be able to just, even if you can tell the other person is like feeling a difficult emotion, not trying to fix them and just letting them be in that space. Mm. It's such a generous thing to do without trying to shift them because until they acknowledge it, they can't move past it. So Completely, yeah. yeah. But it's so hard to do that without – like it's it's uncomfortable to to sit with those emotions and we see chili throughout this just really sitting in the discomfort brandy what was it you wanted to say earlier oh um i think we lost her i feel like a lot of the episodes this uh this recap we've talked about um Dr Becky from mm. uh the Instagram from the good insight <laughs> yes I've just yeah. got her book from the library actually so she's oh. very front of mind but yeah I feel like this is a very you know <clears throat> we'll get to Brene moments but it's a very Dr Becky kind of moment what you're talking about that yeah instead of saying oh don't feel like that and. Dr. Becky is a child psychologist, so she's, you know, kind of giving parents advice on how to work with the big feelings of kids. Yeah, it's not about saying, oh, you shouldn't feel like that because people feel how they feel. It's about forging a connection despite that feeling that makes that person feel safe. And, yeah, that's that's very much where we end up in this episode as well. just gonna have to have a no onesie policy from now on i feel like you know for the kids in this episode you know there's this wild animal chase with bingo being off a rocker in a in a cheetah onesie straight up amazing i love love that chili as well just abandons bandit she's like not too late leave him and and bandit just pulls out his phone (laughs) i'm eating can't help what a genius oh, move. You want to be yeah. eaten early in this game. Like, yeah, yeah. completely. <laughs> yeah, the antics is super fun, um, mm. you know, and, and is kind of bringing Bluey and Chili and Brandy all together. They're, they team up as uh, the escape, escape the cheetah team. But, yeah, it's kind of brings things to a head um, as they hide behind the shed that Brandy's realising in amidst the chaos that it's overwhelming to be there. Um, I think going back to what you were saying before, Mary, Chili really drills down to it's been four years and mm. you can just see like shame is such a powerful emotion, isn't it? Because you can see in that moment um, Brandy is instantly going, Oh, this wasn't a good idea, you know. Yeah. Like, like, and she she feels the discomfort of how mm. Chili is upset with her, and she's finding it really difficult to cope. She doesn't want to 
sit with that feeling she wants yeah. to move away from it and she's like I, I better get going like you know I've, I've got to go yeah and it's kind of like I see it as chilly continuing to bring that up because she wants an explanation like what has happened here that we I haven't seen you for four years and I think the fact is that Brandy doesn't have one like certainly we're not going to get one within the context of the episode anyway but Mm. yeah how do you explain feelings mum why did auntie Brandy want to leave is she sad and why have we only seen her once in our lives (sighs) well there's all sorts isn't there there's there's shame, um, there's uh, grief, there's yeah. um, regret, but, but also just disappointment, anger, mm. you know, take your pick. You've got yeah. all, the, all the feelings, you know, and, and within this environment where you love so fiercely but at the same time, um, you know, like it's just so, so much pain as well. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling for Brandy and Chili in this moment and it's completely it's it's a really difficult thing where you're having that moment to to keep wanting to move forward together. You'd need both parties to kind of be on board. Yeah. And and I honestly felt feel like if it hadn't have been for the intervention of uh Cheetah Clad Bingo, mm-hmm. we may never have um seen the sisters move in actually reconcile yeah yeah Yeah. so thank god for bingo like always uh but yeah that kind of trying to eat brandy yeah (laughs) (laughs) well look it had to be done i think we're just gonna have to have a no onesie policy from now on and brandy you know we're getting a bit more character development here she's selflessly you know tells the girls to save themselves uh, and we get Chili and um, Bluey hiding in the bathroom. This scene is so well done because they're hiding in the bath, which is already kind of funny for the little viewers um, and distracting, but then it had to be so quick to not lose the kids. And the way they've explained it, Bluey asking you know, why did Brandy want to leave? And then Chili using the metaphor onesie. of the onesie to say, You know how you really want Bingo's cheetah onesie? Yeah, more than anything. But it doesn't fit you, so you can't have it. And there's not really anything anyone can do to make it fit. Yeah. Well, there's something Auntie Brandy wants more than anything as well. But she can't have it. And there's not really anything anyone can do. Why can't she just have the thing she wants? Because it's not meant to be. She wants something and she can't have it and and for adults watching to take away, well, she wants a baby. Oh, yeah, that look, moment where... Bingo slips free from her hands and you can just see like she's trying to reach after yeah. her. Oh, oh. It's, it reminded me of Baby Race, like, you yes. know, you're seeing something you want kind of thing. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. But it's going in the other direction. Oh. Yeah. Oh, all the heartstrings. Um, there was so much, you know, so many people who watched this episode said they felt seen, you know, they've never 
seen this kind of topic tackled well on TV generally, let alone, you know, in a kid's show. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so thoughtful. Like we've talked a lot in recent weeks about, you know, the ways people can feel offended or not included by bluey plot lines. But yeah, certainly didn't see any negativity around this, but it's something that is so rarely talked about. And it's hard it's hard for people to know how to broach the conversation sometimes. Mm. You know, and and that can create distance between people. Yeah, yeah, mm. completely. And, you know, we've talked about in the show how that touched on whether Bandit and Chili had had a miscarriage and, yes. and you know, how like for me and for a lot of people that felt like a nod to what a big thing in life that can be. I know that experience for me and so many because when I had uh, my first miscarriage, it I, for so many reasons, had to... I put it on Facebook and then that prompted a lot of people to comment and also message me saying, you know, really, really beautiful, thoughtful, kind of encouraging things. But looking back on that now, those conversations were so many of the people messaging were people who'd then gone on to have kids. Mm. And so that was, you know, the message of there's hope, like, is so it's so hard to have a conversation where the message might not be hope and that's what we're seeing here you know they chili doesn't kind of explain why brandy can't have babies but it seems like it's it's just it is what it is there's no it's not oh, meant to perhaps be. one day or yeah no kind of silver lining and i think that's that's why this conversation is so hard because we're so kind of programmed to look for, oh, but what if, or, oh, you know, maybe like just to, well, optimistic isn't the right word, but, you know, to, to believe in a happy ending. And, yeah, when it's not there, we don't know how to talk about it. Susan David, who's um, a PhD um, psychologist, she talks a lot about toxic positivity and ah. and the grief that can be caused when it's it's almost like being ghastly. You know, you say, I'm so sad because X has happened. And someone's like, Well, don't worry about it. You'll be you'll be okay or you know, like think positively no, exactly that situation. Manifest, you know, all this sort of stuff. Like, yeah. you know, Think about the bright side. Oh, at least you've got XX. You know, anything that's mm. at least needs to get in the bin. But, um, you know, we we are so used to, and I think, um, you know, when we when we hear people talking about, say, mental health or mm. fertility struggles, it's usually at the after picture. Yes. You know, they're not in the middle. The, you hear about the before and then you hear about that, but now I've got two kids or but now I'm fine and I'm yeah, helping others. Or, you know, and and I understand why that is, but the messy middle is is unexplored territory. And yeah. or just and, taboo because yeah. like, oh don't you know, just too messy to talk about that. And you know, like I've experienced that not not with fertility. We were very fortunate we didn't have any of 
um, mm. problems at all having kids. But definitely with the world of disability, um, yeah. you know, there's been so much – some people in our lives just couldn't cope when we – told them that our daughter had a disability and it was like well what you know can you fix it was like the conversation was along the lines of can you fix it oh no you can't oh you know like oh yeah you know, you know like it's just oh, oh too hard basket then yeah yeah like, works. oh my god oh no, exactly like oh so it's not going to change it's like no no it's not this is just our life now we're gonna yeah be, we're going to be full-time carers for her life like uh, uh, People find uncertainty confronting and I think mm. that's why we saw so many people have very strong emotions about the uncertainty of 2020 and the pandemic yeah. and all that sort of thing um, because we're not, we haven't been shown how to sit in that discomfort and be able to manage our own emotions and let other people manage theirs. Um, yeah. Miss Brandy, let's see if she's okay. Yeah, she finally comes to visit and we let her get eaten by a cheetah. So rude. <sighs> you know, we, we our, our brains are hardwired for stories, which, you know, usually as part of a story, there's an ending, right? Yeah. Yep. But what if the ending doesn't work out? And, and this is why I think Bluey is such a important show because – it, it opens the door to some of those important conversations. And in this case, it doesn't have, maybe it does have a resolution, but it's certainly not the one that Brandy was looking for. Yeah, how to build back from that and how to relationships you would think would be so important to that. But, yeah, when the what you go through kind of, burns your relationships as well and how to build back it's so it's such a relatable scenario that is never talked about <sighs> i tried to warn you we had to see if you were okay thanks appreciated are you okay yeah i will be i'm sorry chili oh you couldn't have known bingo was bananas no i mean i'm sorry it's been so long Oh, it's just hard seeing you all, you know? I know. And family dynamics, like families um, can be so painful for people, you know, <laughs> like they can be, <sighs> yeah, just it's such a complicated area of life and I think there's so much shame with family too because there's this weird societal expectations that, you know, like of, of the expected roles that were Mm. play yeah and if anything falls outside of that it's like oh you know like oh but you're a nice person why don't you talk to that family member or whatever you know completely and, and um I think for our generation Mary hopefully we were the last generation to be raised with this whole oh it doesn't matter how you feel as long as everyone else around you is comfortable, like I'm not a little up inside, yeah, yes, yeah, completely. Ah, uh, look, that that is a very hopeful statement, Kate. But yeah, hopefully, I hope so. Yeah. I really do because, yeah, um, it's interesting when you talk to Gen Zers; they have such a different view of like 
you know, like, and we often laugh at, you know, this whole, oh, they're so toxic, you know, I'm not having anything to do with it. But yeah, maybe, maybe there's something for embracing the fact that, you know, some relationships, when they get damaged, it's really difficult to put them back together. Mm. And, and definitely not the way they were. There has to be a will on both sides to want to repair. Yeah, completely. And lean into that really messy middle bit. Yep. Mm. I'm so proud of Brandy and Chili. I am too. I'm really too. And I'm so proud of Bluey in this as well, actually, because, you know, she's had her own little growth journey in this. Not only is she True. sat with her mum and, and sort of taken on board what she had to say, but mm-hmm. then she's finding her own pathway, you know, and, and becoming one with her onesie. <laughs> Dad, help! I can't. I've been eaten. Rules are rules. The penguins gonna eat me! Well, zebras are pretty good dodgers. Oh yeah, they are! You have to become one with your onesie. Uh, and yeah, look, at this point of the podcast and at this point of the episode, uh, praise be for light relief and a zebra. <laughs> Oh, my God. Have you ever seen that, um, I, I forget what it is, like the Battle of Kruger Park or something, like clip on YouTube, and it's like no. the deer that gets, like, eaten by a cheetah, I think, but then um, but then a crocodile comes out of the water and, like, tries to grab it and then, like, it manages to wiggle free from both of them and, like, escape at this, and, like... <laughs> And oh and I was just like I, that that little bit at the start where like the cheetah's got the zebra with its tail. I was like, is is this is this that clip? Is that? Oh the- my gosh! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, um, this uh, episode uh, has speaking of iconic, maybe um, this episode has a poster made for it uh, oh. by um, amazing Nick Rees, who's one of the artists. Or animators. Sorry, Nick, I think you're an animator. Um, <laughs> but it's uh the poster is a riff on um the movie The Animal, you know, oh, Rob yeah, Schneider, yeah. and he's kind of looking out through the grass. Uh yeah. yes, my least favorite genre, by uh, the way. That yeah. real slapstick. <laughs> like, no. Say I've seen the movie, but no. um but bingo is uh the, the cheetah looking through the grass with a zebra tail in her mouth. Uh, and, yeah, it's it's a very effective statement poster. So Love it. Yeah, yeah look, it's, it's the animal kingdom. It's the law of the jungle. <laughs> hey, bingo. Wow. Ready? One, two, three. Let's talk about the music for a moment, Mary, because um, I think we're almost there with the recap. Mm-hmm. But, um, but uh, the music throughout, there's there's sort of two themes. And Joff Bush just wants us to all cry with this this one. Great. Because um, the, the first theme, which I'm going to call the Brandy theme, mm-hmm. um, is – is only played in those really heartfelt moments. Do they not like onesies? They do. It's just Bingo has this thing. Um, don't worry. I'm sure she's grown out of it. And that is purposefully designed so that when um, we have our climax of 
um, Brandy and Chili coming together and being like, right, we're going to distract Bingo by mm-hmm. doing the dance that we did as kids. Um, we hear this theme sort of played in full and at volume. And because we've heard little snippets of it when, for example, Brandy's going up to the door, when she's meeting her nieces for the yep. first time in four years, when she's apologising to Chili for saying, I'm sorry it's been so long. I'm sorry it's been so long. Oh, it's just hard seeing you all, you know? I know. You know, all of those heartfelt moments, you know, and even when Sheila's saying, you know, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I will be. Yeah. Like they're delivered with this beautiful theme underneath that then when we see them dancing at the end, it just drives it home so hard. <laughs> yep, them fierce. And then we've in between we've got this rollicking fun uh zip I'll call like it a zebra, yeah. a zebra theme. Yeah. But yeah, we only ever hear that when the madness is going on. It's like a Pavlov's sort of dog effect. Or, you know, like we hear this music and we start salivating with a certain emotion. Sure. Um, so, um, you know, when we hear the zebra theme, we're really leaning hard into that that fun excitement, the craziness. Oh, I forgot to mention like the little um, reference to Chutney Chimp. Oh. Ch- chunky Chimp with like cheetahs can't ride bicycles. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, because isn't um, Shuba Duba and yes, definitely. yeah, isn't isn't that in movies? Like yeah, yeah, is yeah. yeah. Shuba Duba is definitely riding a bicycle. In yes. that, yeah, but I, I, I think I think it's chunky. It's chunky chim. Yeah, but yeah, but like just it looked exactly like that, except Bingo was a cheater. So I completely, that was, that was a nice little homage. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just um, the music plays such an integral role, and I felt like the the that rollicking instrumentation, like the instrumentation on that as well, which means it used very similar instruments um, to Granddad, like minus the tin whistle and things. But you know that sort of bluesy guitar. Yes. And, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was a chase kind of vibe as yeah. well. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that. Um, that and even um, there's this clever little bit in between, like the final like um, chase sort of music when um, Brandy's like saying to Chili, "Let's do the dance," and there's this hesitant like do 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 do, like just like yeah. starting the uh, theme, yep. and then it pauses as she waits for Chili's response, and oh. then Chili responds, and it continues the theme a little bit, and you can see it's almost like this table tennis match where like one of them like yeah brandy puts it out there a little bit like do you want to do this and chili's like yes i do and and yeah and then and then it builds a little bit from there Mm -hmm. and then it goes into the big theme ending with the dance scene 
yeah, it just makes my heart so happy. Like it's such a nice circle of the narrative uh and also it gives bandit a chance to you know really uh get in on the action he's just beaming from where he's lying still watching (laughs) still looking at his phone but you know clearly approving of what's going on Mm. um I think we're there did you have a uh gosh MVP is so hard uh did you have one um, I want to give it a tie between Brandy and Chili because the courage it would have taken for Brandy to show up, mm. I was really feeling because, because repair is hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you get the feeling from watching this, you know, like, I love confabulating about a world of cartoon dogs. Um, but, <laughs> we all. We do. But, um, you know, like you get the feeling that it hasn't been because of Chile over the last four, that there's been a four-year gap, you know. Yeah. So, so yes, for Brandy definitely. To, to make the effort to be like, okay, actually, you know, I really want to repair. But yeah. then there's a generosity from Chile as well to say, yes, I want to repair too. And, and she makes that happen. So... Um, can I have a tie? Like, oh, I yeah. so endorse that tie and all of that. Uh, but I'm gonna sneak Bingo in there as well oh, because with her, her being in the chaos, oh my gosh, like <laughs> this could have gone very differently. And sometimes you need that just, uh, yeah, just chaotic element to really make a tough situation come together and things land where they're meant to land. Mm. 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 Uh, did you have a line of the episode? Um, I still love you couldn't have known that bingo would go bananas. So that's so yeah. good. Um, yeah, on a similar vein, I think uh, Bluey had mine where she says to Brandy, could you ring the shop and find out? <laughs> because, oh, my gosh, that is so something my children would inappropriately say to someone who's just given them a gift. So, um, yeah, that is just too for real life for me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, spot on. Uh, um, and then uh, have we done – done the line we've done character we've done i think we've we've done music I yeah endorsed yeah man wow wow uh, so efficient um auntie brandy was there a medium-sized cheetah onesie at the shop um i'm not sure bluey can you ring them and ask bluey what mary you know our wonderful friend um Mary, you know our wonderful friend Izzy Oderberg, who I used to work with at the Herald Sun. I think you used to work with her too at the Herald Sun, right? I think she worked there after me, but, yeah, we've made friends through a mutual friend. Um, Yeah, but uh, very much an out and proud uh, Bluey fan on the socials as well. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So Izzy um, was a social media um, editor at the Herald Sun when I – started at the Herald Sun back in, God, 2010, I think it was, Um, and uh, just a wonderful human with, like, a burning passion. Like you, she was not someone who was quiet about having (laughs) experienced miscarriage. No, but I'm saying that in a very loving way. Yeah, I know what you mean. It is an important conversation and – 
people should not feel ashamed of something which is all too common. Um, and I think by having people talking about um, miscarriages and fertility issues openly, it opens the door for other women to have a safe space to also share their story. So, yeah. Um, and Izzy has written a magnificent book. It is absolutely fierce. Um, about, I am halfway through it. I uh, it. Yeah. It's called um, Hard to Bear, which is yes. such a, yeah, like, I feel like that's been the theme of this this episode, this, yeah, our chat, yeah. like, hard to bear is, yeah, a good term. And she actually reached out to um, Bluey creator Joe Brum for her book, I think, to clarify with in the show there'd been a lot of speculation as to whether that was alluding to miscarriage or not. And um, and he confirmed, yes, it, it was, absolutely. Yeah, and which I think I am so glad that happened because I still see it come up on, you know, I'm on 50 million different Facebook Uh, bluey Facebook groups now (laughs) and it still comes up regularly along with people uh, realising that the titles is a game of musical statue. Oh, and that bluey (laughs) is the girl. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yeah, uh, it's one of those things that people are so sure of their own experience and I think because there is a taboo around talking about it, uh, it's still quite happened quite frequently happens that someone will say, oh, there must have been a miscarriage in the Healer family and people say, no, there's no way a kid's show would talk about that <laughs> and be quite quite uh, aggressive about it. But, that yeah. Is the point of Bluey. Like, uh, honestly, look, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, they've clearly got some more Bluey viewing to do. But, yeah, um, I mean, I've got Izzy's book here and she quotes from um, the response from Joe Brum that the show indeed does point to Chili having a miscarriage. In fact, this is what the episode is about, essentially. Chili Mm. is passing down her method of coping to bingo. I can't say too much about who it's based on as the person involved wouldn't want me to, but the key aspect of the experience relevant to this episode was the fact that her other children still needed taking care of. So there was really no choice for her but to pick herself up and keep going, which I always admired. And, oh, like, that's just so, like, I love that episode. But, yeah, that's really perfectly put as well that you're grieving for a child but, yeah, in in a lot of people's cases and in, yeah, in Chili's case in the show. Um, yeah, there's, it's, it has to be put in its place because, yeah, there's life goes on and the chaos of life and, and that's very much, yeah, so relevant to what Brandy's going through as well because obviously she carries this and continues to carry it. There's no easy out of a just forget about it. Um but yeah, she's dealing with it how she can, and yeah. <sighs> uh, but great, moving, beautiful book, Izzy. Uh, so yeah, mm. if uh, that sounds like something that would be up your alley, definitely recommend Hard to Bear. Yes, by Isabel mm. Um, Mary, I think we might be there. I think. We are. Hey, could I do a very quick mailbag slash we know that now? Because oh, of course. Shern in Brisbane and actually quite a few people uh, 
have been in touch to say our take on puppets um, Mm -hmm. was, look, you know, they agreed with a lot of it, but there was more of the story to tell. And Shern in Brisbane had a very succinct uh, email subject line, puppets is about stories, uh, (laughs) which I love. Uh, He pointed out that um, puppets actually was the next episode up after stories. So to him there was very much a Mm. flow-on of theme. Um, And, yeah, the main point he wanted to make was the healers use unicorns to tell each other stories and show love to each other in the same way that parents everywhere feel connected, talking about Bluey and sharing Bluey gifts and memes that instantly capture how we feel. And there's... He said that line, um, when you're nobody, you can be everybody, uh, means to him that Bluey and her family are fictional characters, but that means all parents can tell stories through her. So, oh, yeah, I, I think that's yeah pretty on the money. Um, possibly also what the Hammerbomb boys said in the first place. So uh, my sincerest <laughs> apologies to them being a bit sus on their description. <laughs> Shern uh, said it was especially apt um, in this season, which tells so many stories that kids' shows don't usually tell, like uh, new favourite episodes, Turtle Boys, Space and Onesies. So, yeah, I think uh, that's that's very good feedback to be hearing. And, yeah, it's so lovely to hear from you, Shern. That's brilliant. Thank you so much for getting in touch with us, Sharon. And um, if you would like to get in touch with us, you absolutely can. Drop us a line. Um, our email is blueypod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. We are Gotta Be Done, the Bluey Podcast, or you can just go at blueypod to tag us. Um, you can find us on Instagram. We are at blueypod. And on Twitter, we are at blueypodcast. Please do all of those things. Can't wait to hear from you. Uh, can't wait to be talking a slightly lighter episode next week. <laughs> oh, look, I think this is a really important one, Mary. And, you know, we we always talk about the episodes that mean a lot to people. I think Onesies is one that helps totally. people feel seen and held space for that difficult in-between. So I'm really glad that we got to discuss it today. Thanks for being in the wagon. <gasps> Thank you. Uh, I will see you next week. But in the meantime, it's, it's got to be, be done. done. <laughs> Bye. Bye. There's Brandy. Let's see if she's okay. Yeah, she finally comes to visit and we let her get eaten by a cheetah. So rude. 